Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we work to recover the dignity and mission of vocation. Learn more at metronmanager.com. Uganda Startup, following the journey of Matt and Jessica Brown. American couple Matt and Jessica Brown are relocating their family to the remote town of Karuma, Uganda. With extensive medical training, international experience, and knowledge of multiple languages, the Brown family have developed a marketplace solution to meet a crucial need in Uganda. Clean water. Their nonprofit organization, Lilies in the Field, aims to stand up a company called Blue Mazi as a marketplace response. Access an unfiltered view of what it is like to co-labor with Christ in a marketplace enterprise. Follow the unfolding story of the Brown family into one of the most challenging regions of the world, Africa. All right, welcome to the Metron Manager podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Nowlin, and we are back with Matt Brown out in Uganda. And this is our next episode of the Uganda Startup. So Matt, welcome back to the program. Thank you. What's new in Uganda? How are you guys doing? It's been a little while. Yeah, man. Uh, can't complain. We're still just uh, sitting pretty in the capital <laughs> due to COVID now. Uh, they locked down the country uh, <laughs> a few weeks ago. Oh, wow. And uh, the COVID's been, COVID's been rampant here. Well, I mean, relatively rampant here. Uh, and so they restricted all travel whatsoever, except for their course is still open for tourists. Um, but other than them, uh, no one's allowed to move around or drive a car at all. How do you survive in this kind of situation? Yeah. Well, you know, if we were really poor and couldn't afford delivered food, which they have delivery you can do, then that would really stink. Thankfully we have, it, it's, it's still really cheap though. Um, delivery for groceries and stuff. <laughs> Unbelievably, they have an app. <laughs> wow. Order groceries on, which is wild. Because when we first came here seven years ago. To, That's a new world for trip, Uganda. You know, nothing, nothing like that. Yeah. So pretty wild uh, to be able to do that. Only in the capital, of course. But uh, So that's a bit of an so, unexpected yeah, we, uh, setback, huh? Having true. COVID lockdowns and yeah. stuck in the house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's all part of God's plan. We know, uh, want to keep us here for a reason, I guess. And uh, we definitely have seen the fruit of that. Um, oh, really? We're not, uh, we're actually not complaining. Yeah. Good. Well, what's been happening? What are some of the highlights? Well, so, uh, we, we've got a new, uh, director potentially lined up. I mean, this is very early, very early stage, but, uh, he, one of our biggest goals, um, I mean, hands down for the water service to be successful is to find a, a Ugandan director that we can train up to run the whole thing. I mean, because the whole 
point of it is to eventually be, you know, 100% you've gone and run and you've gone and owned. Otherwise, it you know, won't last. Right. Um, so, so the biggest challenge was how do we, or where are we going to find someone trustworthy? That's the biggest thing. I mean, we know so many organizations, so many individual accounts of people um, being cheated, you know, and organizations completely ruined by them hiring someone that's, you know, skimming money. And I mean, it's just, it's just a common thing. It's uh, right. really hard to find a super trustworthy person full of integrity who's also smart and can, you know, run a business successfully. And we think we might have found this golden goose or whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah. And we're, uh, I had a phone interview with him the other day. Yeah, it went really well, really well. Oh, good. Um, I'm really excited. Sounds like just a incredibly solid believer, uh, really interested in uh, not just, not only community development, which was his major, but even just missions and some discipleship training. But uh, highly recommended guy. We're really excited. Um, sounds like he's excited. Um, so we're hoping to get to meet him in person as soon as we can with this lockdown stuff. Yeah. And uh, then we'll go from there. But well, yeah, that, that was that's one really big, big blessing. That's um, that fantastic. That is fantastic. So yeah. in the midst of being st- stuck in the Capitol, God's providing you a lead employee, a director who could help you run this company and uh, a local. Yeah. I mean, that's excellent. My goodness. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it could be the make or break you know, thing. Yeah, uh, absolutely. For our water service. So yeah, we definitely, uh, just didn't foresee that as being, uh, one of the results of God keeping us here in the capital. And um, it's really, yeah, great. Uh, Oh, that's amazing. And and you had mentioned to me a little while ago in an email about something to do with visiting the gorillas. So how did that go? Oh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we we took a chance to get out of the capital once. Um, Posing as tourists, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, theoretically on paper, we're still tourists here. Still That's working great. on all the illegal stuff. But uh, yeah, so, you know, we locked down and uh, we we're like, you know what? We've been in this capital for three months. And we're getting a little fed up. I mean, not really, but just, you know, you can get a little claustrophobic and um, just want to get some fresh air. It's pretty polluted here. So um, we're like, all right, let's just take advantage. There are super cheap rates to go see some silverback gorillas in the south on the border of Congo and Rwanda. That's so great. We, we took a little family vacation and went south and got some nice, cool climate, something them higher elevation saw some gorillas it was pretty wonderful just refresher um, that's yeah. not something you hear said every day in the u.s among people is i went and saw some gorillas <laughs> and that was refreshing so that's pretty exciting yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was good yeah wild silverbacks man it's pretty pretty uh pretty cool yeah it was really great experience so how are things uh progressing in general so you've got uh this potential director you guys are locked down and under covid stuff in the capital but things are, are moving yeah. forward yeah. uh any idea on yeah. on um the time horizon for the lockdown or how's that looking 
Yeah, so it's hard to say for sure. Um, I mean, at the moment, they it technically is just a 42-day lockdown. We've already extended once. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, like, at any point, if they feel that, or really if the president feels that uh, you know, the cases are getting too great, then they'll just extend it again. So, you know, you can't really predict that. Um, but at the moment, the expiration of it would be, like, I, I want to say July 30th, so the end of this month. Okay. Uh, would be when it expires, if it's not extended again, so many people think it is not extended. Uh, just cause, I don't know, based on past experiences, we got to kind of went through a lockdown like this a year ago. Okay. <laughs> COVID, and it wasn't even as bad and they extended it like a whole bunch of times and it lasted for so long. Oh so, who knows, you know, just kind of played by ear. But, so during the We're lockdown, finding ways to make things happen. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say during the lockdown, are you finding ways to get stuff done, make you know, make things work? I guess it's a different day yeah. and age with all the technology, being able to Man, order groceries crazy. with an app in Africa. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> so I mean, theoretically, if you know, if another entrepreneur is hearing this story, you know, how vital is the technological component now? Like how, how much do people lean on that in, in the context, even in Uganda? Vital. I mean, for, for any sort of, um, middle to upper level, uh, you know, development or entrepreneurship stuff you're going to do. I mean, it's just critical. I mean, yeah, communications with this potential director that we might hire and the person who I'm, uh, given his contact, uh, I mean, one of my closest Ugandan friends, he, uh, I mean, all, almost all of this is <clears throat> through remote communication. I did get to, before the lockdown, spend some good time with some people to make those in-person connections because that also just can't be, I mean, kind of your first initial uh, networking, I think, has to be in-person to right. really stick um, and to get a vibe, you know, to really feel someone out. Um, so, I, I was able to get some good uh, interactions with several different people that have led to a lot of uh, continued productivity, even though I can't see these people in person um, through just the, the program here is WhatsApp. And, you know, every country has right. different, different uh, program they use for keeping in touch. And so we have a lawyer actually, who's uh, a really great lawyer that I got to meet uh, a new one. We had one before that wasn't working out too well. So we um, got connected with a, really competent new lawyer who's helping us navigate a lot of stuff um, with getting an NGO set up here. So we're in the process of getting certified as an NGO, um, which is a step farther than what we had gotten. And right. It would be much better for what we're trying to do. So he's navigating that remotely, you know, just now at this point, I met him in person a couple of times before lockdown, and now we're just able to still make some progress. Slow down because people can't move very easily. Um, but it's, still making some progress um so stuff is still happening you know it still can happen for sure and i'm just finding that i'm just you know when you're doing an entrepreneurship thing especially when you don't have staff or don't have uh at least significant staff right. <laughs> have like little contract guys that sent here and there i'd hire someone just for a day to do something or whatnot but you know you end up doing everything yourself because you have to you don't have people to do it yeah. at least in the early stages and so ends up being like in different paths I find myself wearing. Uh, and so there's always something I can be doing at this stage. You know, I'm like, okay, well, I haven't really worked on our, uh, you know, like our plans, our building plans for the water stock. So let's, 
maybe that's on my list. I'll spend a few days working on building plan, you know, and just there's so many arenas to still find ways to be productive, even though we're stuck at home. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, that's a great blessing to be able to get that much done from home in this day and age. I mean, mm-hmm. I think much of the world has found working at home to be a new normal off and on at least. Yeah. Imagine, you uh-huh. know, with your vision and your, you know, your target market for your water project up in Karuma, it's got to be really difficult for folks. If you're under a lockdown, how do they get water when they normally have to walk to get it? Are they allowed to do that or how does that work? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So walking, so walking is still allowed. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you can still walk and you can still ride a, a bicycle. Interesting. Um, and then cargo, cargo transport is still allowed. So, okay. Uh, so motorcycles carrying cargo, so people can, that's how the grocery delivery is happening. There's, there's carrying groceries on the motorcycle. So, so, you know, people are still walking in the villages for water, of course, still taking bicycles and, um, you know, that's pretty much been the norm for them. So actually outside of the capital, uh, most of you have this rule. And so it's probably not really affecting the world as <laughs> much, which is good. Which yeah. Is good, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so that's yeah, interesting. That's so good, in yeah. theory, it wouldn't have affected your business model even in the lockdown because your vehicles, your, yeah, your motorcycles yeah. would still be, <laughs> Uh, qualified be- to move around because they'd be carrying cargo or water. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Essential. They have like an essential services uh, thing you can get for a permit to drive and walk down and whatnot. Which, well, that, yeah. so, that yeah, makes that sense. Still be working. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Right. Right. Man. So, how's the family doing in the midst of this? Being uh, stuck in in the house, are you guys uh, thriving? Doing okay? Having a hard time? How's yeah, it going? Yeah. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's been, it's been good, uh, overall. I mean, um, or we still have two families, Amer- American families that we connected with, uh, before lockdown that live within walking distance. Very okay. Close. Um, so we can still get, to, we still get to see them. some. um, in particular family, uh, I've gotten to take some good walks with the, the other dad and hung out with family, had a barbecue one time. You know, all strictly within regulations, of course. Of course. Call, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, but it's, yeah, it's been, it's been really, really good to be able to still socialize a little bit. I mean, it's obviously massively reduced. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're really grateful to have been blessed with the house that we're staying in right now. Um, and that's just made all the difference we're, we had been in a house with some friends and now we're in a house on our own. I think I shared that last time. Yeah. That's just really made a huge difference to be able to have our own space and just, you know, the kids, a big, big, big yard in the back and kids just weren't around. They're always playing something, you know, outside. Yeah. So it's just nice to have this little compound that we can, you can still, the kids can still play. They can still be creative. They can still just be wild, you know, for them to run off energy and stuff. I mean, even for me, I can run on the compound back and forth wow. at least. <laughs> <laughs> I did some sprints this morning, back and forth, you know, it's just some good ground area. So, you know, just to move the legs a bit and not yeah. um, just be stuck got, sitting all the time, you know. But uh, You got to survive somehow during the lockdowns, right? 
that's right, man. But yeah, we're doing, I think we're doing good as a family overall. We're, uh, we're, we are feeling it though. We are feeling the lockdown a bit. It feels a little claustrophobic. Um, we are yeah. looking forward to, we'll, we'll be going back to the States at the end of the summer to prepare for just to have our baby. And, uh, so we're, we're looking forward to, to that. So that is something also helping us keep going <laughs> yeah that's great and how do the local christians there like the locals like how does that affect the the church life and community when you yeah. have these lockdowns yeah. are they able to do anything like in the in the west you know yeah. there's a lot of yeah. online solutions but what do they do there right i don't know what they do to be honest because <laughs> yeah they yeah no churches are allowed to meet at all um during lockdown and um, so I, I, I mean, I've heard a lot, of, <laughs> I've heard a lot of, uh, like Ugandan Christian worship music blaring from speakers all over the place at different times, especially yeah. on Sunday. It's just like, yeah. so I think they, you know, they try and still do something that get a positive message out there and, um, the radio, your son. So I'm sure they have some radio broadcasts, yeah. um, you know, messages and stuff. Um, that's probably my best guess. Yeah. Wow. Do what you can. I hear a lot of birds in the background. Yeah, sure. Is that birds? <laughs> oh, so many. Yeah. We, we have like a, we have a forest outside in our backyard. That's tons, great. Tons of huge trees full of birds, even monkeys. Oh my like goodness. Monkeys the tree. Crazy. <laughs> Didn't expect it being right in the capital. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, how can uh, the listeners of the program be praying for you guys at this point? Like in this journey, you know, what, what would really matter in prayer for you guys right now? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, just that we'd be, I think that we'd be intentional with the time that we do have with the people that are still, that are actually still around us that we can still right. you know, uh, be in touch with, that we'd be, you know, still missional focused with them, the families that we're engaging with still, that we'd be, you know, trying to uh, encourage them spiritually and, um, and then the Ugandans we're still interacting with, <clears throat> you know, um, yeah. that we wouldn't get too, uh, too inward focused, you know, well with us, we're in lockdown, you know, yeah. <laughs> that. Um, and just also, uh, yeah, probably really a person, a persevering spirit and just a spirit of joy um, yeah. in this time. Maybe, maybe a fresh set of eyes to see our circumstances so we don't get too bogged down, you know? Yeah. We definitely are feeling a little bit rare. Understandable. And I imagine also yeah. uh, lifting you guys up in prayer for this potential director for your business. Big one, big one. Yeah. We'd have wisdom and discernment. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And what about the tires? Did they ever arrive for your vehicle? <laughs> I didn't want to mention them. Yeah, they did. They did actually. I forget. I guess I forgot. I wasn't on the last one. That's yeah. a big breakthrough. Oh yeah. <laughs> it is. They came right before lockdown. They came and then lockdown hit. I Just got in time. Right before lockdown. I got them on the vehicle. Just yep. in time to Just go nowhere. To go <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, that, that was kind of some, uh, affirmation. I was like, all right, well, this seems clearly that God had a reason for us to be here to time it, to delay them so long. And so we can't leave, you know, <laughs> just to like, keep us here in the capital, you know? So yeah, 
Well, timing, you know. Well, when the lockdown lifts, you guys will be ready to roll, literally. <laughs> oh yes, I hope so. Oh, I sure do goodness. hope so at this point. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yep. All right. Well, uh, thanks for the interview and thanks for your guys' time. This is a great discussion. It's great to hear your guys' journey. Thanks again, Matt. All right. Thanks, Jonathan. Great talking. Thank you for listening to the Metron Manager Podcast, presented by Jonathan Nowlin and the Metron Manager Project. Remember, God has given you permission and a commission to work. Learn more at metronmanager.com.